Welcome back to our hyphen with Sherelle and Shade. What exactly does our hyphen represent, you may ask? The hyphen is the punctuation that is used to separate your date of birth and your date of transition from this life to the next. It's reflective of your journey. Our hyphen is inclusive of good times, challenging times, moments of reflection, moments of realization, laughter, tears, all of the things that we experience as we journey through life. These are the conversations we started in 2020 on the living room sofa that led to some of the most transformational experiences of our lives. This is a judgment-free zone. Because every day we are growing and evolving. Your Your life, life, your hyphen. Welcome back to our hyphen with Sherelle and Charday. We are super excited about today's episode. We're going to do something a little bit differently. But first, you know, we always got to give you some updates. Hello, Charday. Hello, Sherelle. We literally have not talked. We've seen each other, what, twice in a new year? Yes. I think. People probably think we talk every day. We used to, but life is... Lifing. Yeah, I said January feels like one ongoing Monday. It's been a... It's been a... It's been a January. I had to reset... Still resetting. But yeah. Yeah, and some people, they be like, Where, where's Shirelle at? I'm like, I don't know. I am away from the from the mic. My bad. Listen, y'all, it's been a minute. We told y'all on Instagram we had to reschedule, reschedule, reschedule. It's been a minute. We we getting back in the groove of it. We had to restart this intro a couple times because I don't know what I was doing, but we here. But yeah, people is like, they're like, um, you lying. You know where Shirelle at. I'm like, I don't. They really do think you and I know each other's every move. Like be talking all day, every day. And then when we started understanding our God-given purpose, Mm -hmm. things just. Yep. But I do want to give you a shout out for launching, girl. Just right. Congratulations. And please tell everybody what that is. So, girl, just right is a safe space for women um, who are on their journey, their healing journey. We talk about how journaling was very instrumental to both of us. Um, in terms of our healing, and it was something that, shout out to my friend Shireen, um, she said something one day, and I explained that more so on that platform. She said something one day, and my response was, girl, just right. And I was like, hold on, wait, it stuck with me. Um, so follow me on Instagram, girl, just right. We do um, journaling, journaling prompts, and I'm going to do something very special for music month, which I think is next month. Um so just follow me there. We're going to have some fun. We're going to heal. And thank you for acknowledging that. Thank You're you. You're welcome. And happy birthday to uh, Sade tomorrow. Well, by the time they see it, your It'll birthday, be my birthday. belated birthday. But Ending chapter 36. Let me tell you. How it's, you feeling? I feel good. It's bittersweet mm-hmm. because I realized that once you pass. You told me that. Don't say it again. <laughs> when you told me that, I never looked at it the same way. Once you get off the calendar, life just... You got to explain what that means. Okay. Y'all know the max amount of days on, on a calendar is 31 days. So when you turn, when I turned 32, it was like everything. I'm off the calendar. Oh, you didn't realize that? <gasps> no. My country Wayne. <laughs> See, I can't even do that. It's a, oh, I can't do my country Wayne a voice the same. I'm getting older. I'm getting older. Um, oh, man. I do realize as I'm getting older... People's like, oh, you're not getting up. I am. And my body is changing. You're gaining wisdom. Let's not say we're getting older. Okay. I'll say that. I like that. Um, I realized I think I'm going through early menopause. And I'm saying that with a smile on my face because I'm embracing it. I have my nice sweats. Um, 
I'm gonna get you some wow yam creed off TikTok. <laughs> I just realized that. I mean, and don't get me wrong, I'm loving it. I'm yeah. loving the journey. Um, what I have experienced, I'm glad that I'm experiencing it early. Well, I experienced it earlier mm -hmm. in life so that now I can help my child, but my son, but hey, I'm ready to open chapter 37. I'm excited. I am I'm too. For this year. Um, oh, shout out Cody Owens. Owens Original. Our, yep. Owens Original for our sweatshirts. Can you Somebody see? had asked on Facebook a little bit ago about people that do airbrush. Cody has done everything airbrush for me since I can remember. So shout out to him. He always comes through when we need something. Um, anything else? I mean, we could catch up. That would take up a whole episode. But as far as the things we wanted, merch is still available for purchase. Oh, and let me just be clear about this too. Our media company handles our merch. So I don't want anybody to feel like if y'all purchase something and we don't reach out to you personally to say thank you, like we are being rude or not acknowledging your support because we really appreciate it. But we meet with them and get our numbers and all of that stuff. Like we don't see everything that comes in every time it comes in. They are amazing. So just to clear the air on that, um, thank you to everybody that is supporting us. Tag us in your merch on social media and then we'll be able to see right, right then and there who's purchased, but I just wanted to say that too. Yeah, we don't want anybody to feel left out. We thank you for the love and the support. Go click that button, subscribe please on YouTube. Sure. Um, But let's get into our episode because I was late, so I'm trying to catch up on the back end. I don't want to have a media company here longer than they wanted to be. But um, so today what we're going to do is kind of pull up some videos on social media because I love, I ain't gonna lie to you, I love TikTok. Like I'm a TikTok girl. I love seeing how people think I don't know. I just love TikTok. And so, of course, a lot of the videos from TikTok end up on Instagram. So we came up with the idea of putting, uh, playing some videos that really spoke to us in whatever way or that we found interesting and just generating some discussion about those videos. So we can do maybe two or three videos. We'll see how far we get. And we want y'all feedback as well. So please. And shout out to all the creators um, that are featured in these videos. And we are not bashing anyone. We're just giving our opinion. Look, we all have opinions. We're all open-minded. We all grown. We agree to disagree. So we don't disagree with anyone. Mm -hmm. Let's go. Yo, if you want to learn about where you have blind spots or where there might be areas in your life that you need healing and you don't even realize it, pay attention to where you judge people. You know, if somebody talks loud and that bothers you, think about whether or not you have an insecurity about how loud you talk. You know, often when things trigger us, there's some sort of reflection being shown as to why that that bothers us. You know, if you see somebody online and you think they post a lot or they're cringe and they do too much, you know, is that something in you where you have a fear of being seen or stepping out there and being perceived? There's always something to learn whenever somebody triggers us just by being themselves. You know, what is it about that that we can't handle? I'm not impervious to this. It happens to all of us. But I think that if we actually stop and pay attention to where we judge people and ask yourself why and what about it bothers us, you can really learn a lot about yourself and areas that you need to work on. What are your thoughts? Mm. <laughs> I'm thinking about my trigger. Me too. Um, what, well, I have, I'll talk about two of my okay. triggers. Um, one of my triggers is people hollering or raising their voice, voice at me. So the same. And I'm going to say for me, that comes from my environment. Mm -hmm. And because you know, for yourself, I used to holler all the time. You did. 
man, my throat would be sore. Even if my son would just leave a toy on the floor, I'm hollering. But I will say, even in your yelling, it was still, it wasn't like, it was still mild. Like it was yelling, but it wasn't like, it wasn't a lot of anger behind it. It was kind of like you were just projecting your voice in a way that I was like, you remember I used to tell you, you said, yeah, JJ to the point, I, I want to do whatever you say do too. Come on, JJ, whatever it is. <laughs> For me. <laughs> And now he'll look at me, Mom, Mom why? And he'll just give me, and I'm like, you're right. Mm -hmm. um, and he corrects me, and I appreciate that. But I will say that it comes from, too, by me being a single parent, I'm feeling like that I need to show that, not aggression, but that sternness in order for him to listen. To respect your authority. Kind right. Of. Mm -hmm. And because you know Jay, he is the type that you tell him something, JJ will take two minutes, two, three minutes before he even processed it to go get it. And I know if I'm like, he'll. <laughs> Ooh, but in that, you saying he'll take two or three minutes before he does whatever it is that you say do. What's the matter? What, what is wrong with that? Because sometimes we also tell kids, you don't think before you do stuff. You know, Jay corrected me one day. Mm, shout out to my godson JJ. He did. I right. give it to him. I learned from my baby. Please don't ever think that you cannot learn from someone younger than you. Mm -hmm. Um, I said something to him, and he might have said he might have mentioned it to you. I feel like an old country man sitting on the porch. You see me shaking my Lord have mercy. Okay, okay. I'm listening. <laughs> and he was like, Mom, can I thank please? Great day. You didn't get all the words out your mouth before you want me to do something. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, he's right. And I told him, I'm like, you're right. Um, so I, I, I do check myself mm -hmm. and I'm like, Tiffany, let him think about it mm -hmm. because I realize that sometimes I cut people off because when they're saying something, because I have that thought right there and I know that I'm going to lose it. Mm -hmm. And he's like, mom, listening. Mm -hmm. So checking myself on that and just let people process. Mm -hmm. What they have, letting them process what they have, but I've realized that mine come from being a single parent and wanting to make sure that he respects me and understand, not understand, but respect me and where I'm coming from. Um, my second trigger is a phone. I'm uh, seriously like I'm just getting back on my phone. You know, I told you with a with a phone, it's like if you gotta hide it, if you gotta wrap it up in your clothes and sit in front of the shower door and all of that. What well, it mean? You don't even need to be together. You get what I'm saying? You know what I'm talking about with the phone situation. So I'm working on that now. That's something that I'm working on as far, as far as with me. Like sometimes I don't even want to even listen to voicemails. Catching up on social media, that's hard for me. So, okay. So when he was talking in the video about like the things that people do, it like reflects something in us. So with the phone situation, let's break it down a little bit further. So let's say that with the phone situation, a lot of times with phones, people, we're talking about men with phones. Right. They can be sneaky. They can have a whole different life that you don't know nothing about. So is the bigger issue, or let me ask you a question. What is reflected in your personality or like areas that you need to work on so that the phone isn't, or even if something happens on the phone, like you're still in control. So I can say for me, like now I'm confident in my ability to, to leave situations that aren't serving me or where I'm not being respected. So although a phone can still be a trigger in some way, that's not necessarily one of my 
it's not something that's a trigger unless I'm dealing with somebody and I see like they funny with their phone. But my ability to now say, oh, I know, I like, I'll just stop dealing with the person. You know what I mean? It kind of removes, it takes the bullet out of the gun in a sense. Cause I know, well, they can do what they want to do, but you know what I'm saying? I get what you're saying, mm -hmm. but I can't answer that because that is something I'm, I'm praying on that. I'm, I feel like I need to go to therapy and I am going to go to therapy for that. Girl, take a and, no um, you know, because I do, I know as a parent, I have to watch or um, look, go through JJ's phone. Are you triggered then too? Yes. I'm really triggered with my own phone. Mm. And I have to get over that. So that's the question. Honestly, I can't answer. Mm -hmm. I, I cannot. And that's fair. That's what, that's fair. But you're aware of it. So that's where. And that is something, and I don't know whether it's right, wrong, or indifferent, but that's something that that would cause me to, if I am dating, I will break it off. I feel like that's one of the reasons you avoid dating. That's some real stuff. Because a phone is one of those things, like, people going to have phones. <laughs> am I in an unrealistic world then? I'm just like, I want a man, and I don't want to go through your phone. I don't. But if you can't just say, get home and put it up on the counter like this. I mean, I don't even care if you church down. But when, I'm listening. But when you get to the point where you get home, you got to put it on do not disturb. I see you out in a car making sure it's on do not disturb. Closing it or either hiding it in a glove box, bringing the other one in the house. That's too much for me. You don't need to be with me. That's too much energy. You could take that energy and put it on our relationship. Put it on yourself. When you got to take that phone, take your clothes off, wrap it up in your clothes, sitting in front of the shower door. You told me that. A uh, Subway sandwich maker. Yes. Sandwich artist. And literally put it in front of the day. I mean, you take all of that time <clears throat> and then you wrap it up, put it in front and watch it to make sure I'm not getting to your phone. You already alert me. I'm already suspicious. So... Okay, with that in that in that same vein, right? So you have somebody that does all the things, meaning they come in the house and they put their phone down right side up and it don't go off in the middle of the night. Everything you don't think at some point you're gonna say, he probably talking to somebody that know that he got a wife and she just don't call him while he at home. I feel like until you deal with the actual we're gonna call it like the 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 core of the issue your mind is always going to come up with another leg on the spider to make it make sense. And I have not put myself... I'm the same way, like, in, with any situation. Like, yeah. Because I'm the type, like, I want to be able to throw my... When I get home, I want to decompress, throw that phone on the counter. If it ring, if I'm in the room, baby, can you get it? Mm -hmm. that, that That's the type of time I'm on. Let's be transparent. Let's take all this energy and put it into us, mm -hmm. our family. Yeah. So I do need to get to the root of that problem. I don't know. And that's okay. But we how I'm gonna get there. But I look, self-accountability. That's where I'm at, baby. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so you were talking about your relationship with your son and you said something about um you were talking about just communication and it actually alerted me to like you made a connection for me. Something I haven't even thought about. Um, one of the things that I struggle with is in any relationship, intimate you know, friendships, whatever, is if I come to somebody and I tell them something that's bothering me and they don't say anything back, I feel like they're not listening. And I remember when I was younger, 
And like my parents would say something and I didn't say anything back because I felt defenseless. Like, hell, anything I say at this point is going to be, I'm going to be being smart or I'm going to be talking back. So I'm just not going to say anything. Then their response was, you don't hear me talking to you. So I feel like now I have associated no response. Like I need an immediate response to feel like I was, I'm hurt. Even if it's, let me think about it. Or even if it's, mm, that's a good point. And maybe that's the therapist mindset too. Cause you know, in therapy, you kind of say things or nod your head, give clues that you're listening. But that's one of my triggers. And it's something so small, but it is something that I feel, I feel unsettled inside when I don't feel like I'm being heard in that way. From my experience, I, for me, mm-hmm. I didn't need anyone to respond. Mm-hmm. I just needed to be heard, needed somebody just to listen to me. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't need a fixer. I needed a sounding board. Mm-hmm. And that's how some people are. If they don't have an answer, you would prefer, would you prefer, if they don't have an answer, would you prefer for them just to give you something that you want to hear? No, I just like, I like clues that people are actually listening. Meaning, <clears throat> have you ever said something to somebody? Like, let's say you're not in person with them and you say something to somebody over the phone and then they kind of like, mm. It's almost like they're saying something just to say that they heard sounds coming out your mouth, but nothing to say like, dang, or their response does not reflect the seriousness or what you thought the seriousness of what was bothering you was. It was kind of like they was like, mm, or oh. And they might be thinking and reflecting because they don't know what to say in that moment, but that's one of the things I got to work on. And don't take this offensively, but what's serious to you may not be serious to somebody else. That's true. You and know. I think that's true. And I think I look for that because anytime somebody called me with something, like I automatically take, like I put listening ears on like, all right, they asking me something. Like, let me pay attention to what they, you know what I mean? Like, let me see what and, the response could be. And I'm going to say this too. And again, don't, don't take it offensively. You speak so well that you may intimidate some people, even if it's your friends, they may not. Um, like sometimes with me, when you, when we be talking or when we first started talking, I told you, like, you speak well, you inspire me to get my English together. Cause you know, I'm a science and a math person. I say it all the time, but you may, you know, by you speaking as well as you do and the terms and stuff that you use and the analogies and everything, they might think I don't need to say no more. See, I think I'm, a, I, I always think I associate my people. Like, I feel like all of my friends, I feel like we mirror each other. So I don't see that. Thank you. But I don't ever think, I don't think I have any friends that I'm talking to them like, they just so dumb. Like, oh my God, why are we friends? And they probably like, I mean, like, damn, what else am I supposed to say? <laughs> you done said it all. You done told the problem and gave the solution. <laughs> <That> <laughs> For <was> real. Cool. <laughs> well, that was a good video though. Can I give y'all the uh, man's perspective on some of this? Yeah. So <clears throat> it is, it's, it's like y'all have the same conversation that I do with my girlfriend. Uh-huh. It's hard for a man, all right? Like when, we, when, we, when we're presented with a problem, our just natural inclination is like, all right, let's find a solution. Mm-hmm. Like there's a problem, logical, all right, let's, let's fix it. So from a man's perspective, it is hard, or, or let, me, let, me, let me rephrase that. It has to be learned how to be a listener and not a problem solver. Mm. So I think initially if you present, you know, something that's going on in your life and then your man is just giving you a bunch of solutions. I think although his although it's not landing the right way, right? Because that's not what you need. If he's presenting you 
solutions to the fix or, or whatever, you can actually take that as like, okay, he really cares. He's really invested. He really wants to help me, even though that's not quite what you want because having to, to be with you in a problem and, you know, either be sad with you or, or, or just, Hey, I'm just going to sit here with you for five minutes and we're just going to be together. That's a learned thing for us. That does not come natural to us. I will say that. Hmm. Thank you for that. Of course. Oh, wow. Okay. That makes it make sense. Also, uh, happy early birthday. Uh, Thank you. Turning 37, but looking 27, right? That's, that's what we're doing, right? 17. That's right. That's right. <laughs> no, I need to be legal. 18. <laughs> you know who your favorite artist is? You acting? <laughs> she like R. Kelly, y'all. I love him too, but. Yes, love. <laughs> They can say what they want. We all got the skeletons in our closet. Some just, some just ain't been to jail. Some real stuff. It is. I ain't judging nobody. You, what's that song? Um, he played that about a woman. Oh, I know it when I hear it. Okay. When a woman's fed up. Yeah. Yes, Lord. Favorite song. Favorite song. All right. What's the next clip we got? Let me tell you something. This weather is unbelievable. Wow. I am over here sweating like somebody don't pour water. Party. Y'all go out to eat. Should a man have to pay for her friends to eat? Yeah. He, he shouldn't have to. But, you know, it depends on where you're from and how you rock. He would. So if you go out and say you take this young lady out and she say, can I bring a couple of my girlfriends? You're like, okay, cool. Yeah. And she bring like 10 of her girlfriends. Yeah. And you know they eating. Yeah. You got You got that covered? Yeah, I got that cover, but you know, I come from, I come from, you know. But you gonna cut off because you gonna say, see, you looking at me as, 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 as a check, and so you invited uh, all your nah, friends. No, I don't get... mind a woman looking at me for a check because I'd rather you get my money than my energy. I, I tell people, I, I'd rather have a woman want me for my money than want me for me. Because most people are like, now nah, I want you to want me for me, but then you want too much time. Want, uh. me, for, want me for my, want me for the money. Because that, that's like a circuit, a uh, 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 fuse. Remember before, before a circuit go out in the car, yeah. the fuse go out yeah. over one of that car? Yeah. Yeah. So the money the fuse. I can get more of that, but right. I can't get more time. I have a problem with somebody come in my life and be like, let me get all your time, man. That's expensive. Yeah, you can't pay for that. I can't pay for that. But if you coming to me for money, okay, well, that's, your, that's how you coming and that's what you're going to get. There's this thing going on right now. It's like women and say, well, you know what? This place is not worthy for me to go, you know, Cheesecake Factory, whatever the case may be. Where, where, where are you on this, Wayne? Man, I, don't, I ain't with that complaining that we all came from nothing. I think everybody forgot where we really came from. Yeah, yeah. everybody pretend like they was eating the mascros yeah, and you know, like, the, whole, it, it, the whole bit. Especially us, man. We ain't, a lot of us ain't never had nothing. So yeah. if we got a piece of food that we can afford, I don't care where it's at, wherever level you at, man, just be thankful. Yeah. Well, right. you and I from Dairy Queen was the lit. Yeah, Dairy, <laughs> man, Dairy Queen, Popeyes, Chicken yeah. Scripts. But when I was on that food, man, listen here. If somebody take you somewhere and give you something. Right. To have a standard of that, man, I think the internet just don't became, they just talking now. Right. They just, they just talking. I got a few speaking points on that one. Come on. Come with it. <clears throat> And again, look, 2024 has been the year of revelations, I tell you. Oh, okay. So I realize what I say and how I feel don't always match when it comes to dating because of my experience. So my grandpa and dad are very much 
in the presence of them, you, women don't like you don't pay for anything. So I can identify with that in terms of birthdays and family dinners and stuff. When we go out, the men front the bill. Like we have honestly gotten to family, like small family spats because the women would be like, well, let us play. And they're like, no, like, like literally I remember one time, like I got up and left cause it was, I was a little bit embarrassed. It wasn't like loud and abrupt, but like I knew what was going on at the table and I was like, nah, I can't, like, I can't do this. So I have been in situations. Oh, that's so hard because I understand like stuff is kind of expensive now. And so to go somewhere and expect, I would, okay, wait, I wouldn't expect for my person to do that. It would be appreciated if they did. And I wouldn't like friends that came with the expectation, like that expectation. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. um, I do think that would be something that is, is either discussed beforehand or if you know your man and you know that's what he's going to do. Like you just, you just know he's going to take care of everybody at the table. But that wouldn't be something that I would expect my friends to come expecting if that makes sense now ultimately long term I do want a man that is able to do that I might not we might not start off that way like I, like I said I understand um uh, why I've been calling us oh we had to sign on paper that paperwork okay I'll come back um I do understand that not everybody is there yet but I do like the idea of a man that naturally wants to take care of you know those situations is that a fair explanation i mean it's your truth <clears throat> but i don't i don't i don't necessarily believe that's what men should do but i associate it with that's what i'm used to and so it's almost like a feeling it's a feeling of being taken care of and i guess maybe even safety that comes with that because that's what my dad and my grandpa do that that's what they do if that makes sense it makes sense it does okay it's what you're used to and I, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna be honest. I have been with men, and like, dang, this is hard. This is taking me down a rabbit hole. I have been with men, and let's say we went out a couple times. I'm like, all right, I got it this time. And if they don't resist me at all, like if they don't resist me in that, I do feel like, the hell, like you the man, you supposed to not want, like when it, when they are easily like, when they easily sit back on in situations like that, I do be like, hmm. But I feel like that is fair. Like when you first start dating, that is fair for like the man shouldn't have to pay every time y'all go out. But again, it's a situation for me where I'm trying to separate like reality, present day reality and my dating, you know, as I date and what I'm used to, what I've been used to for 32 years. Now are you comparing that to you and who you're dating or you, your friends and who you're dating? I don't know what you mean. Like, for example, you said if when y'all go out. Is it going to be you and some friends when you and him go out and you expect him to front the bill every time or a special occasion? You expect him to front the bill with your friends or are you just talking about just you and him? Just me and him in general. Now, in terms of me and my friends, I know men that would do that and they probably feel like that was a subtle flex for them. But either way, everybody get taken care of, whatever. And then... Little thing about the time we went out, I think we went out for, you remember, it was like a girl's um, out and we went for Valentine's Day. And I was talking to the dude from down south. He was like, send me your bill. And I sent him my bill, but it was mine. And then later when we talked, he was like, I wanted to, I was going to pay for everybody, but I didn't know how you felt about that. 
But in that situation, I think we all felt like that was a nice gesture. Like, y'all didn't feel like he just, you know what I mean? Like, when we talked about it, it was kind of like that was a nice gesture. In the mind, in the space, and where you were at the time, if he would have offered to pay for the ladies, how would you have felt? With him, I don't think I would have felt, I don't think I would have felt weird. And you I, know, know, I know what you're getting at with this, and I've been thinking about that too. I think we have exposed our like been so like in the know about certain things that it has made I'll speak for me it has made me very like trying to stay on top of stuff to the point where like some situations just got to be what they're gonna be and people gonna be who they are you know what I mean like you can't manipulate and I don't mean manipulate like being distrustful but you can't like try to control every 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 variable to avoid something from happening i know exactly what you're talking about but i do think in that situation with him because i don't think i would have felt away because at that point i don't think we had been exposed to as much as we have now have we but that's why i feel like he asked you that he didn't know how you were going to take it because i ain't gonna lie you be on you be on these men next i'm like red dances but you, but when, when you sent me that revelation that you had this week, was it yesterday or day before yesterday you sent me that? Ooh, yeah. I said, sis, be on these men next, but it's self-accountability. I like that. I kind of want to say, nah, because then people, all the men with kids going to think, nope, never mind. Right. <laughs> I deal with it on a case-by-case basis. <laughs> right. Because he probably, I'm going to say this. Men, y'all have it rough. Y'all. They have it rough. I have watched. I have some pull it off for y'all right now. Shock too. I tell you, when I think about it, I want to hug every man I see. Yes. Because let me tell you something, ladies, and I'm not bashing us. But we got some issues. We do. I'm being real. Like I watched. Um, you don't really watch TV much, but I have been learning, and I know we getting off the topic. It's okay. We don't gotta. If we stay on this one, we ain't gotta go to another. It's fine. Okay. Um, I've been watching some reality TV. And with the um, ready to love and stuff like that, shout out to all of them. But these men, they don't know which way to move. They don't know which way. They don't know whether to go to the bathroom, brush their teeth. They don't know whether to go to the kitchen and cook or something. Was that the show our family was trying to get us to do? Apply for? Yeah. No, I would have. I'm not ready. I'm not. I'm not ready for that level of. I don't think I'm ready. Cause I be I be reflecting. I had to reach out to some people like yo. I was tripping. Like just to get it off of me. I said, ladies, and I'm not gonna lie. In one part of the episode, I was for several, several ladies. By the end, I said, the man don't know. Like I said, whether to go to the bathroom, brush his teeth, whether to go to the kitchen and cook you something, whether to go out <laughs> to the pool and walk you down the steps to get in the pool. They don't know. Is that due to lack of communication? Or, or wait, wait, is that a natural expectation when you're learning someone? Or do you think that's just something that men have to deal with? I'm going to say it's various factors because it was one incident where um, it taught me what you say. You cannot put yourself as the main character in someone else's story. Mm -hmm. It was an incident on the show where the female had texted the guy. He did not respond back. They had a date. Oh, that's a trigger for me. Wait. Oh, trigger, trigger, trigger. Put that video back up. That's one of my triggers. No, 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 no. Wait, hit a whole story. Got to the um date. Mm -hmm. What you just did with your eyes. <laughs> she. 
every time he said something, you ain't respond back to me. He was like, I did. The phone messed up. Technology. Y'all, we got to understand. We live in, we, we sometimes live in a perfect world when it benefits us. That happened to us before. Right. Yeah. And he showed her where he had texted her. Mm. And it did not go through. Do you know she's still hailing this man about this? How can he control technology? Mm. Yes. So that's why communication is very important. And I understand. Um, <clears throat> she said, where is more ways for him to get in contact with me? He got social media. He got this. But at the same time, understand him as a man, understand him as a person. If you was to text somebody and they don't text you back first thing, you gonna say, I ain't thirsty. I ain't gonna hit him up. He ain't gonna think I'm thirsty. Keep on hitting him up or calling him. Right. At this point in my life, I'm learning to have more grace in situations. I, mm, but I'm, I'm just trying. Right. But I'm just saying, like, if it's really you, like, I'm not going to keep on calling him. It depends on what status, I guess, where we are. Because then my mind goes to, so I always think about, like, stuff like safety. You know what I mean? So when somebody doesn't respond to me, then my thought goes to, are they okay? Did something happen? And I just don't know yet. Like, that's, to me, that is like, and I... That's the reason why I'm trying to be more intentional about responding to people in a timely matter. I'm still working on it. It's still not something I've mastered. But, like, I've started to think about things in that way. And I know how it is, like, if I'm in the middle of doing something and I send out a quick text and I'm like, all right, by the time I get done doing this, I can, like, if I need something from somebody, they should have responded to, to me by then and I can work on whatever that is. And they haven't. Then that's holding up my day. But I wasn't looking at the way that I take two days to respond to people in the same way. But now, Jane, I'm telling you, 2024, and I get it. Yeah, because, I mean, for me, sometimes when I get to work on a day, I may only have, when I get home at about 10 o'clock, to sit down and respond to messages. You know, I, it's hard. Mm -hmm. You know, and it's not, and for me, I will say, I have been the type where if I call somebody, I make myself the main story, Nick, in their, the main character in their story, and I'm like... Mm, they ignore me. They just, it just happened to me this week. I think we both have anxious attachment styles. <laughs> it happened to me this week. A person called me and it took me a day to get back to them. I, you know, with Jay having four games this week, me working, mm -hmm. my projects, Bible study, all that. They, I didn't answer. I called them back. They told me, mm, I just figured you was laid up. That's why you ain't never called me back. But I know you, that's, I don't want to say that on camera. <laughs> that's somebody you're not really interested in. But no, this was some person doing some work for me. Oh, okay. And, you know, and I was like, I was for real. say, I know you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, where you get all this from? But I remember what an older person told me. They said a person will make up a story when they, they'll make up your business when they don't know your business. Mm -hmm. And I asked them, I said, is that a fishing tactic? Is that for you to really tell you, tell me, tell you what I was doing? So. We working though. Like, that's why I love getting different perspectives because you realize we tend to assume everybody around us thinks the exact same way that we do. And when you hear other people and the way they understand the world is like, mm, okay, like I can see why this person did this. I can see why, you know. And that's going back to what you were saying about one of your triggers or one of your blind spots with your friends when you talk to them, that they don't respond back. Sometimes what you're saying to a person is helping them process what they're going through that's in great. their situation. I mean, I know for me how I will respond or how I have responded in a situation like that. That's so real. And again, it goes back to my field of work. Like, 
in what I do, I'm always the person that has to give solutions. So I feel like I do that in my friendships too. Or like I have, I think I have a good balance with listening and giving feedback. Or I ask, you want me to just listen or you want a solution? But I think like I, I, in my mind, all relationships reflect or mirror like a therapy relationship. And I'm realizing that not everybody, they don't under, people just don't understand that sometimes, like people don't always understand that you want a detailed response. Like, you know, I like detail. If you ask me something, I'm a, well, let's think about it this way, this way. And by you having an issue, you telling mm-hmm. your issue, helping them solve what they got going on. That's real. So they thinking about it. And that's why I say, yeah. I do not want to be the smartest one in my group. Yeah, I agree with that. I don't. I think I, I need to be sharpened. So Next feedback. I was waiting. <laughs> no, so I'll say first of all, and I can only yeah, you, know, you can only speak to your personal experience. Um, so my girlfriend and I, we've been dating two and a half, two and a half years, almost two, two and three quarter right. years. Right. And uh, <laughs> like, look, we make comparable salaries, right? Like, it's like in the same neighborhood. She never paid for a meal, and she never opened her car door, and she's never not never had a. Uh, a morning without a, you know, good morning, babe. I love you. I hope you have a great day. Listen, okay. He said it, not me. No, no. People Was that learned. Um, I, I think, I honestly, I honestly think when the man knows, he's gonna let you. He's gonna let you know by his actions. He's gonna adhere to your playbook, if you will. Mm. Now, I will say about the specifics of the video. Super Bowl party, right? Everyone coming over to our place. Pizza's on me. Eighty dollars, five pizzas. You know, it's not like can I can you Venmo me five dollars? No, like right. we're at we're at our place. Now, I'm gonna look at the audience for this one. We're going to Cheesecake Factory and you bring twelve of your friends. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you, baby girl. I got you. <laughs> They're gonna have to figure it out. All right. Like I I just being honest. I'm just being honest as I can. Um but uh I, I think when that man loves you and he knows just about all those little um, nuances of, of what makes y'all unique and what you like, he's going to figure them out and, and, you know, he's going to do his best to try to get it right as, as much as, you know, as much as he can. But we taking 15 to the Cheesecake Factory. I, I don't know about that what one. Do we say I don't know about that one. one now, like if we were all, when we, when we get to be multimillionaires, we talking about treating 12 people, we were like, I mean, that's a, that's an easy tax right now. We do that now. I mean, we do our business meetings a lot. So, you know what I mean? I think it's all relative as well. Like, That's a good call. At it like, I got to pay this. I got to pay how many people? You know what I mean? And even if you have it, it's kind of like that's still taken away from something else I'm trying to do in this season of our lives. <clears throat> I feel, <clears throat> excuse me, that it need to be communicated first. I need my, like, we talk about being transparent. Mm-hmm. So he needs to know. Or we need to communicate. How many am I paying for? Who's coming? Who did you invite? Or, you know, you get what I'm saying? It should be talked about, but not just him getting to the table and 10 people sitting down. Mm-hmm. That's not fair. Yeah. And you know your friends, too, as a female. Like, you know your friends and what they're going to expect. You know what I mean? Like I said, I don't have no friends that's coming to anything and expecting, like, any of our partners, if we have partners, like, to front the whole. Like, we just don't. You know what I mean? But when we do get to that level. Yeah. You know, I want my husband, him and I to sit down and he'd be like, look, baby, I'm taking you out for your birthday. And 
I'm going to take you out for your birthday. You can pick two of your friends to come. Not saying that this friend is more important than this friend, but it's two friends that I'm willing to pay for. I just feel like that, you know, we need to communicate. I'm not, well, I don't even have 10 friends. <laughs> I'm going to be. What? <sighs> I just feel like it needs to be communicated. He shouldn't just have to sit at the table and then. I ain't going to lie. I want, I want a man, like when we talk about, we know what we got collectively. And like, I know how my man is. Like, I know I better not talk to him about, you know what I mean? When we get to that point, I want a man, like, I know his standard. I know, like, when we talk about expectation, I know that the expectation is if we all going out to eat. Like, I've already shared with you that, like, how my dad and my grandpa do stuff. So now you're a part of that. Now it's three of y'all. The women ain't touching the bill. I do. That is something. And again, I... I don't know. I find some type of safety and security in that. And maybe it is something that I'm missing and I've unconsciously tied security and safety into finances because my dad and grandpa have always made sure we were set. You know what I mean? So it may be some mumbo jumbo that I have to work out, but something about, I wouldn't want us to have to, at a certain point in my life, I don't want us to have to have that conversation. I just want to know how my man is and know like he got me, he got us. I'm not, don't even say insecurity or anything like that. I just feel like it's how you're raised. That's your environment. You are a product of your environment and there's nothing wrong with that. That's a, that's, that's a positive. We can't say there's nothing wrong with it because it, it has always, it has also created situations where, like I talk about, like I had to learn finances the hard way <laughs> because I never, again, I never had to pay for anything. There's a hindsight to everything. So I can't say, you know, I don't want to say it may be some other things mixed in that that I'm not realizing, even at this stage in my life, where I feel like I am growing and evolving. I'm not realizing how that situation has negatively impacted my thinking or how I see a man and finances or what a man's responsibilities are. But I do feel like I feel my sexiest when I'm with a man and I know he got me. Ain't nothing wrong with that. I do. So would this be fair to say, I think in that, in that scenario, in that situation, it should be communicated, it should be celebrated, but it shouldn't necessarily always be expected. Would that be a fair like way to wrap it up? Let's add another one, and it should yeah. also be reciprocated. Sure. Meaning, when it's his birthday and we celebrating him, I want, I want him to know. Like he might not even like it because I know some men that have that mindset struggle with the women like celebrating him and paying for stuff. But I want him to know, like, I, my girl not getting over on me. Like she, she be taking care of me too in that way. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like it's not like I'm sitting back and you paying for everything and I'm not out here hustling too like we both know we bring it to the table but as a man you want like that's one of your love languages making sure that those things are taken care of or you i don't know it's just something i I like that'll have to be his love language you can't force it to be his love language i wouldn't i probably wouldn't be with somebody that i didn't see the potential of it getting like if they don't have a baseline of understanding that it's probably not somebody that I would, because I would. It would always be a struggle, an internal struggle. Like, am I, like, is this how it's supposed to be? Because it don't feel good, you know. Right. This is what I'm used to. But now, is that now? I commend you, opening the door for your for your lady and all that stuff. Is that learned behavior? Is that something that you had growing up, or is that something that you learned as you got older? That's a good question. My mom was royalty in our house. Um, my I. I Man, my dad's like one of my best friends. Um, I'm lucky to have that relationship with him. So for me, it, it was learned, but all I had to do was just kind of look, mm-hmm. right? So, and I'm I'm very conscious that not everybody has yes. that. Um, now, in return, 
you know, my mama's heart is the biggest heart I've ever seen. So like meals, uh, growing up, all the kids wanted to come to our house because Miss Sam, Miss Sam was there. Right. So I do, I do think it is learned, but I don't think it's an excuse on the man's perspective if he has no examples or no um, you know, like people to follow on, on how to treat somebody, I don't think it's an excuse to, to use that because that's when it comes into the communication play with you guys, right? It, it's, you know, hey, I might not have uh, my finger on the trigger or finger on the pulse of exactly how you want to be treated, but like, please let me know and then I will follow suit. So yes, it was learned, you know, a little, little bit of different circumstances with everybody, um, but I think if you're loved and respected, I, I think that will come. And that's why I push hard with JJ. You know, like the other night when we when he did his moving up promotion ceremony, I was intentional about him letting the ladies go first. Like I'm teaching him early so that he don't have to. It, I mean, it may still be a challenge when he gets older. However, he can't say that mom didn't teach me this. Let me ask you a quick question. I know we got to go. Mm -hmm. So let's say that he meets a woman because some women don't like for men to open their car doors and start. They like, I got it. Like, you ain't got to do all of that. I have friends that feel that way, but I'm I'm not one of those girls. Please open my car door. Mm -hmm. So if he brings home a woman that doesn't have a respect for that stuff, would it then make you look like look at her like not good enough for him? Because that's something that she's not requiring of him. No, he still had it instilled in him. I could say I still taught him. He knows. You know he knows. So if you saw him not opening the, do opening the door for her because that's a conversation that they've had and he know that's not something that she wants, would, what am I trying to say? Would that then be like, oh, no, you need to find somebody else? No. Because it's okay. Just like I had to find my way, people told me in my don't don't do it, don't do it. I had to learn, I had to find my way. So maybe that's what works for him, what flow his boat, what flow her boat. But you give yeah. him the the handbook, and then he can go in and highlight the areas that he need to take forward. That's right. Give him the anatomy. Well, I think everyone has got their their preferences too. So like maybe in that situation, you know, maybe the girl that's like you know with your son, like maybe she doesn't like to get her car door open, but maybe like she gets off at five o'clock every day and she likes to vent to him from five to five fifteen on the phone, and you're available every day at five p.m. You're ready for the call. So I think you just kind of pick up on the other person's preferences and energy. Maybe it's not the car door. Maybe it's the five p.m. phone call. Maybe it's the you know, 8.30 on Thursdays, I pop you popcorn or something, right? Like, right. Just, I figure I, I figure that there would be something where those principles that you instill to him, he can reflect to his love interest in a way that she wants to be um, loved, I guess you could right. say. Look, I'm trying to feel like a damsel in distress. Open my door, help me. I mean, because we I all have different love languages. That independent, I don't need it, but it, I do. I, I want to be, like, feel like dainty and like, you know, and that's your love language, mm -hmm. like mind, quality, time, physical yeah. touch, you know, and I feel like relationships would be a lot better if each partner learned each other's love language. So, no, I'm not going to pick for him because I don't want anybody to pick for me. Agreed. Healthy boundaries. Yes, ma'am. So we will come back and do a part two to this. Mm -hmm. However, uh, yeah, well, how many videos? Two more, maybe two or three. Two more or videos. three. Yep. However, we need to. Where would you place the hyphen mm -hmm. today? Mm -hmm. Um, I like what Zach Attack just said in terms of, and I'm not gonna lie, it's something I still got to process a little bit, but you kind of, 
in a nutshell, you said to be more open to teaching people how to love us. I think I have the mindset that kind of like the opposite of that. Like, if you love me, you should know basics in terms of how to treat me. Um, I mean, yeah, it is some stuff that's like general knowledge. Like, you ain't gonna talk to me crazy. Um, but not to cut you off, but some people are used to talking to each other crazy because I know a couple that they literally curse at each other and and are harsh, Mm -hmm. but they love each other. But that's how they communicate. Shut the F up. Somebody tell me shut the F up. I'm going to hang the phone up and we ain't talking no more. I promise. (laughs) I'm going to shut up for real. To all the way. And that's why never I don't hear from block people unless it's a spam or a scam. Well. Block. <laughs> but yeah, so that's why I'm going to place my, like just being open to like expanding my mind in that way. Like nothing is, ab- nothing in this life is absolute. There's no. Zach attack. All right. My hyphen today. Let's see. I think, I think where I put my hyphen would be life is hard. Right, your job, your family, every person is balancing eight, nine, ten different things. So I think my hyphen would be: sometimes I need to take a step back. Sometimes I need to put my myself in that person's shoes, have some patience. Like going back to the first TikTok that we watched, you know, like not not being too judgy. If you know, hey, maybe venting on your Instagram story does wonders for you. I think I, I don't understand it. Right, but why am I gonna sit here and, and put my negative energy towards you if that's if that's what you need? That might be all they got. Yeah, so that might be all they got. So I think my where I put my hyphen is understand people are going through things, understand people don't see things always the way you do, and that's okay. Life's too hard to sweat some of that little stuff. Yep. <clears throat> where I will put my hyphen is basically gonna piggyback off of Zach. Um, life be lifing. And we have to stop putting ourselves, making ourselves the main character in other people's story. If somebody call you or if somebody texts or, or you text them and they don't text you back, it's okay to text back. It's okay until they tell you, look, stop texting me or something like that. Then yep. check on them because people are going through things. Depression is real. Mental health is real. Stress is real. Mm-hmm. Yesterday was a day I didn't even know I was walking yesterday. Mm. Honest to God. I didn't know I was well, I had a rough day. Mm. So don't put yourself in people's be the main character in people's story. That's why I put mine. Or don't make yourself the main character in a person's story. Hmm? Just be a supporting act. Support. You can support a person without toting them. So, oh, I like that. That's mm-hmm. good. That's my motto. I can't do it. I can support. I'm not gonna tote you. Yeah. Mm-mm. I like that. I'm not a camel. <laughs> not my purpose <laughs> but thank you all so much uh, for tuning in to another episode of our Heights with Sherelle and Chardé like I said we'll be back for or with a part two I like this I do too I like this um, so see you all in like two weeks very very soon peace